This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm an ass, man. True. Big night in Major League Baseball. The Yankees lose. The Red Sox win. Of course, with the Yankees losing, the Blue Jays get a game closer as they are the winners of that game. Yeah. So now the American League is as tight as it could be. The A's and the Mariners just getting going right now. The Mariners win. You can put everybody in a virtual tie going into the last four days of the season. It is absolute insanity. Damn uh, Orioles couldn't get the job done. Yeah, look at you. Look at look at yeah. You're you're if you're expecting the Orioles to help, look at look at where your level of desperation is. Oh, I know. I, I'm on in Baltimore tomorrow, so I get to yell at them for not uh, not doing the job. And, and look who the Mariners finish with: a three game set against the Angels. Shohei Otani will not pitch; he will DH. And mm. right about the time that we're looking at the Angels and Mariners getting underway, the Seahawks will be playing. So. <laughs> What are you paying attention to there? <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in the National League, Diamondbacks, Giants, Padres, Dodgers, both zip, zip. Giants batting in the bottom of the second. Dodgers coming about for the first time in the bottom of the first inning. Uh, now, today, again, every day is been, this week is a story about Tom Brady and his return to New England to face the Patriots 
on Sunday night, right? Every day is something new. We had the quotes already on Monday night from Tom Brady. We had the quotes from Bill Belichick during the day on Monday. We had more from Brady yesterday about what he can expect. And today, Bill Belichick had his normal weekly press conference. And here's Bill Belichick. He's got jokes, everybody. Morning. What's going on? Got any stories this week? (laughs) I mean, I heard a few things about, you know, this book, and sounds like it's a lot of, you know, second, third, and fourth-hand comments. So, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to focus on this game and try to prepare for the Bucs. All right, so there it is. Uh, Bill Belichick, who had a very lighthearted press conference for Bill Belichick, had a very lighthearted press conference today, talked about the achievements of Tom Brady and how he could play till he's 50 if he wanted mm-hmm. to. And, of course, the book he is referring to, this new book about the Patriots that's coming out that uh, alleges so many things that have gone on behind closed doors in the final couple of years of the Patriots dynasty. Remember, who was it that said, hey, write a book about this, the last year of the Patriots dynasty, you'll make a lot of money. Seth Wickersham should give me a lot of cash. Well, it's also, I I think, the only thing he's going to pay attention to for the next 15 (laughs) years of his life. Anybody else got any stories, please? (laughs) Just email me, all right? I don't care if it's second, third, or fourth hand. I'll take any story. If you know a guy who knew a guy who was in a room that knew a guy once who was related to a guy, (laughs) hey, send me that. I could put that in the book. Uh, but, no, but, but nobody knew where it was in the room where it happened. No, 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 no. Who was in there? It was actually an empty room. But I thought that's where it happened, yes. But who was in there? Nobody. But that's where it happened, yes. How do you know? I have sources. Uh, two things for this. Before we get to the whole book and the crazy details in the book, because there's so, there's so many out there that you would go, oh, I completely buy that. And there's others you go, eh, I don't know so much. Uh, Belichick, why is he happy and funny? Because clearly this is not a week for Belichick to be happy and funny. Uh, We told you last night, Belichick is in the fight of his football life to still be viewed as the brain, to still be viewed as the guy that is fully in charge of the Patriots dynasty and the guy most responsible for it. Because if he loses this week, he loses that title to Tom Brady because the Patriots are in decline and it doesn't look like they can fix things. Brady has won a Super Bowl already. He's going to win another one. And suddenly that Bill versus Tom is going to be all Tom. And now you run the risk of, of the the overall support in New England going – uh, is Belichick, is he had it? Is he, is he done? Is he, is he had his day? Because, boy, look at what happened after we lost Tom, man. Seven and nine, and they didn't sign the right guys, and now they signed a bunch of guys this year, and now we're going to be worse than seven and nine. I mean, again, he is in the fight of his football life to still be the brain in New England. So why is he so funny this week? Well, it's obvious that Brady has decided to take the tack of, I'm going to be serious guy. Right. Like the first thing we heard with his interview with Jim Gray on Monday was I have no time to reminisce. I'm there to play a football game. I'll reminisce about it after my playing days are over, but I'm there to win a football game. Okay. And then what did we get yesterday in the preview of his interview with Jeff Darlington that's going to air on ESPN this week? It was, I know everything about the night. I know what the wind is going to be like. I know what the fans are going to be like. I know what the Patriots practice schedule is going to be. I know what they're going to be working on. Mm-hmm. Brady has decided to be the guy to say, hey, this is all business, man. I'm coming in to kick your ass. So Belichick could be the normal Belichick, but how would that play? Instead, now, he's taken the other side of, yeah, look, we're playing Tom. This is what's going on. Any stories today? Anything going on? I mean, the guy is shrugging off a book in which we're going to get to the details where Bob Kraft basically hates him and has called him names. And he blows that off and has a fun press conference talking about Tom Brady and all the great things Tom Brady did. Why is Belichick doing this? He's trying to win people over to his side. He has decided, I understand the battle I am fighting on all fronts right now. I got to win on the field, and I got to win everybody off the field. If Belichick takes the whole, I hate Tom, and Tom to all these things, he changed his tune after he saw how Brady came out with, I'm going to be all business this week. And Belichick went from earlier in the week saying, well, you know, it was Tom's decision to leave to, oh, no, 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 Tom's a great guy, Tom's a great guy. So this is what he's trying to do. Now, look, I want to win everybody over to my side here. I'm the one that's here. Tom Brady is not here, right? I'll talk about him in the past tense. Remember, I'm the guy who is here, and I'm the guy that's going to fix this, and Tom Brady is not coming back. So he is making sure that people know, hey, this is where I am, and you should be on my side. He is fighting a battle on so many different fronts right now, and it all comes to a head on Sunday. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun next couple of days. We'll see whatever other press availabilities we have. I like that he came out with a joke, little one-liner, diffuse 
whatever tensions there, right? Because everybody's on edge. Because Tom Curran did the interruption thing, asking the questions earlier in the week, and it really could have set things into a downward spiral. Now, when it comes to the smartest guy in the room and everything else, if if we're gonna really be, uh, I guess, honest about this whole discussion, which roster is better, right? And Bill Belichick, the GM, we've been blasting Bill Belichick, the GM, for the years even when Brady was still there. And some of the decisions made, players retained and whatever else. Doesn't mean they still weren't winning a ton of games and obviously the Super Bowls and everything that went through. But there was a lot of head scratching of, wow, you you made that decision and you probably could have gotten this player, that player, or the other player to go? Sure. And and so on and so forth. But now we, we look at the... For this game, it's, I guess, a microcosm of that larger discussion everybody wants to do, which guy's better. I mean, I've heard shows do callers on it, which is really a colossal waste of time. What do you think? Who's more important? Are you kidding me? Come on. We we could do this all day long. You get 51% today, and then tomorrow we'll poll five more people, and it'll go the other way. It's, <laughs> it's just one of those conversations, right, of building empire, executing empire, and moving on. But when we look at th- this game for Belichick and any kind of pressure, there's no pressure. They have a far inferior team. Doesn't if matter. If they were to spring an upset, they should carry his ass off the field like Do- he won a Super matter. Bowl. No, because you know why? Because this is not where you – if this was last year, I'd agree with you. I would say you're right because the Patriots clearly tanked last year because they didn't want to compete with Tom Brady because they knew Brady's going to a, to a team that is ready to go. We're starting over. We don't have a lot of money to spend, and so all our draft picks are for the future. We'll wait. But now you went out and spent a lot of money this offseason and said, these are our guys. This is how we're going to win. We drafted our quarterback in Mac Jones. We brought in two tight ends now who are getting dropped in fantasy as fast as you could possibly imagine because they're not catching passes you went out and shored up the front seven that is not playing well no this is on you now this is on Belichick and a a big loss to the Bucks and Tom Brady on Sunday is maybe you're not the genius anymore maybe you're not that guy and I look at Tom Brady and say Tom's the guy Tom's the guy responsible now he's the guy I I used to think it was Bill now it's Tom 100% it's Tom Vote Quimby. I mean, that, that's where it's going to go because now he's gone out and said, These are, this is how we're going to compete, and they're not competing. So it's a difference between this year and last year. Yeah, I just come back to rational people can recognize where we're at and what we are, right? I, I, and I get it. It's hot take theater and, and fans up and down throughout uh, Massachusetts and the New England states are going to have their issues when it's all said and done with, with how this all came to pass, and, and they'll make their judgments and, and do a lot of hand-wringing. But the, the reality is everybody moved on, and now it's a what do you believe truly happened? Because you got all these reports from Wickersham, and, and look, is, is it all nonsense? No, but I always take it with a grain of salt as to who's – Whose camp you would normally line the folks up that are telling the stories? Now, here's the first one, because now we'll get into this for a few minutes. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen here at Fox Sports Radio. One of the things that's alleged in this book is that Brady, despite everything that went on, wanted to say goodbye to everybody in person when he was leaving New England, wanted to say goodbye to Bill Belichick in person. for whatever, However much they hated each other, couldn't understand each other, maybe, maybe Brady wanted to talk to him so he could say, blank you, I'll see you, I'll see you next year, I'm going to go in the Super Bowl. But whatever reason, Brady wanted to say goodbye to Belichick in person, and Belichick did not want to do that. Wanted to do it on the phone and, and say that was it, and that was something that didn't leave a great taste in Tom Brady's mouth. Now that, yeah, I kind of believe that because I, I think you could prove pretty easy if a if a meeting between Brady and Belichick happened at the end and they wound up talking. So that that I hundred percent believe. And you know what? Quite honestly, if I got to say who whose side I would be on for that one, I, I'd be on Brady's side for that. You know, when I and here, I, I don't think I've ever told this story on the air before. I'm not going to say his name because no, nobody knows who he is. But. Um, well, the, then that's when, all the better reason to give him yeah. the shout out and the blank oh you God. that he deserves. He was he was he was running ESPN radio and run. Well, he wasn't in charge of it, but he was running like the day to day operations. Mm-hmm. And at the end, when I left to go to NFL Network, right, I'd been there for six, seven years. And, you know, they, they allowed me to leave, you know, because I was leaving to go do something and do TV. And they were very supportive of me. And I was like, OK, great. You know, it's fine. Now, I'm, I'm sure, you know, they all wanted to do different things. And but it was fine. 
And so, I, you know, I do the show out of L.A., and I do the show from L.A. Live, which is, you know, downtown right across the street from Staples Center. So it just so happened that on my the night of my last show that my the guy who was in charge of day to day happened to be in Los Angeles. He was in for focus groups and, and doing stuff for imaging for the different stations. He was in charge of, you know, a lot of different the sound of ESPN. The clusters. Right. Exactly. There you go. You'll get you using that radio term. Radio so, term right there, baby. Let's go. So there were times when he when he came into town and I would get together. We would have dinner together right before the show. So he said, hey, you know, you know, and I told him I was leaving and everything was great. It was great. You know, I'll actually be in town this week. Why don't we get together before your last show? And I figured, OK, we could have we could have dinner the day of the last show. I'm like, all right, great. So now just to let you know the diff, the distance from the station to his hotel. All right, because everything's right across from a plaza from each other. You walk outside of the studios at ESPN. Maybe you walk 30 yards and you can walk in the lobby of the hotel where he was staying. Right. So, I mean, that's how close it is. And then there's dinner places that, that are ringed around. There's seven places we could walk to in 30 feet and be there. Right. So there's so many places. It's all convenient. So I'm like, OK, I'm going to go into work a little bit early. I'm going to meet. I'm going to meet with him and everything else. All right, great. So I, I get ready to go in and I get an email. And he sends me an email that says, Jason, sorry, you know, my flight was delayed coming in. I'm really tired. You know, I, I, I you know, so I'm, I, I'm not going to come down for dinner. Um, you know, hey, uh, you know, thanks for everything. And, uh, you know, good luck. And I'm like, I just bust my ass for six bleeping years and do everything this guy's <laughs> wanted me to do. And he not not he can't even forget about dinner. He can't come down to the lobby to say, hey, you know what? I can't do dinner, but I wanted to come down and say goodbye to you. Oh, awesome. Hey, that, you know, that's cool, man. I really appreciate that because that, that would have been fine. But I'm tired. I want to go back up. No problem. You came down and said goodbye to me. No, no. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even want to come down. I said, yeah, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm not really going really to do anything. Like he's not going to go eat dinner somewhere. He's not going to do something else. Right. He, couldn't, he couldn't walk down. He couldn't get on, his, on an elevator and take an elevator ride down to come down and say, hey, thanks for the last six years. Thanks for, for everything you've done. Done as far as trying to be better and 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 listening to what we're doing and and not being someone who just blows off when you you know get you know their listening sessions everything else. I was really mad and I said, oh, you know what, Th- you know I'm glad I'm leaving because if this is who's in charge of you know I'm I'm leaving. I'm, I made the right decision to leave because clearly he's not in my corner. And and if I ever had any questions about leaving, this was th- this was that decision that just said, okay, I gotta go do this now. Wouldn't even come down. Couldn't walk across. 30, 30 yards, couldn't come down in an elevator to say goodbye and say, hey, you know, hey, good luck. Thanks for everything the last six years. I was really mad about that. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a couple that I'd love to tell, but I'm going to save them for my book. Mm. Oh, I've got two or three. Uh, there you go. Two, two or three stories that are, are well worth uh, <laughs> a, a few pages <laughs> of a novella or a short story about the life and times of, of Mike Harmon. In that oh. regard, let's ju- let's just put it this way: at, at one point, <laughs> folks couldn't be bothered to go off vacation to either tell me to beat it or to work to resign me. Oh, buddy! I listen. I would always tell you to beat it if it came to it. No, I would, but no, I would, but that I was just find it. A way to Look, call if you, you don't want you. me here, you know, send me the dead roses and let's go. Wow! Put a horse's head in your bed and then it's time. Well, you can you. do that too. I mean, I, I, that might be a little more extreme. I just figured the roses you don't water them for two days and they're done, yeah. and you, you're growing yeah. some more, so it's all good. Yeah. But to actually yeah. get rid of a nice, happy, uh, you know, helpful horse is is just bad, bad business, bad karma. <laughs> This is a helpful horse, and you're just getting rid of it. This horse could help a lot of people. Uh, no, I, mean, I completely, yeah. I completely believe Brady on on Brady's side with it. That's a typical Belichick thing to do because you know how much they hated each other. No, the last thing he wants to do is have Tom Brady show up and just you know blankety blank him if he wanted to or whoever. Got, yeah, no, no, no. I'm leaving. Okay, that that's weak sauce. That is, yeah, part of it might have just been complete awkwardness. That maybe maybe it wasn't. And this is where it gets to the other side. Maybe there was just you know that. I don't know how I'm going to feel about him leaving. This is going to be sad. Mm. Or, or maybe he's going to punch me out. I don't know. Uh, or, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden you're going to be looking and, and flashing through 20 years of your life when little Tommy Brady came in with his concave chest and, and all of that long before TB12 was even a, a thought in the distance. You know, like everybody tells you, you know, uh, this was before your parents were even thinking about having you and all those kind of things. Same thing here with, and maybe Bill Belichick emotionally just, just couldn't deal. How about that? Not that it was a negative thing, just psychologically, 
It was, it was that crippling in the moment. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, greetings, welcome inside. Hour two of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yes, sir. You know, just, just really quick, you know, before we get into a big football story, you know, Devin Williams of the Brewers, setup guy who punched a wall after their yeah. celebration on, on Sunday. Um, you know, why do you use his pitching hand? Right. I think everybody who comes up in baseball has seen Bull Durham. You kind of have to see it. You have to watch all the big baseball movies. And what's the big lesson when Nuke punches the crash? Sorry, spoiler. He doesn't use his pitching hand. You're going to punch a wall. Don't use your pitching hand. You can figure something else out. You have a you can have a club on your hand while you pitch. It will be fine. Don't use your pitching hand. Use his pitching hand. Yeah. Um. I'll never. I mean, it's your strong hand, right? Dominant hand. So, I guess that's your first instinct. And when the demon alcohol gets involved, as they're claiming it is here, right? Then all bets are off, right? We 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 know that. Uh, everybody out there, wherever you're listening, you've had a moment. Maybe you've had five. 
Maybe you've had mm-hmm. 500. I don't know. Uh, I don't know your lives, but you, you've had that uh, moment of frustration. I had one earlier, and I debated punching a wall. I did that in college once. Did not end well for me. No, Everyone, you know, now and I again, told you, I, walls I are undefeated. That, yeah, I get that soreness, especially because it was an old building. Mm. So, I mean, we're talking solid construction. No give. Oh, okay. No give, right? I so, thought you were saying like old buildings, so I figured maybe there is some give. You know, some rock no, 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 because it's a big punch. No, 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 because that's when they actually really use construction <laughs> materials to the to the T. Now it's uh, all right. How do we cut some costs? And, and you know, what's code versus uh, what we should do? Uh, maybe I could break through, and there's money in the wall, and I'll take it, and I'll be rich, and I'll never. Well, have I mean, to I watch it. Punch Out on the Prices Right a lot. I was hoping <laughs> maybe there was something to be. Had. Oh, it's five hundred dollars. Oh, instead, no it was just more uh, punching the wall. There's no yeah. money in it. Uh, instead, it was more concrete. <laughs> Ow, so today I had Ow, a moment. Ow, I had a flashpoint where I got kind of angry about something and I paused for a moment. And then I made a joke about it on Instagram at Swollen Dome saying, you know what? Both the wall and my hand are intact today. Mm. One time in high school when I was working at Pathmark Supermarket. We had this guy who was our boss at night who was awful. Like, we couldn't stand him. And sometimes if he was a night where he would pick you out like he was going to be on, on your ass like the entire time. And this one night he did it for me. And I'm like, oh, my. He kept fine. What are you doing? What are you doing? And he comes and he tells me, uh, hey, I want you to get back out on the, on the floor and, and, and do that. Like, really, like, like, break my back doing something. And I was like, all right, I'm going to finish my break and go. He goes, no, get out on the floor now and do it. And he, and he walks out like, you know, I'm, I'm, look at me. I'm, I'm intimidating a 16-year-old kid. And I was so mad. I walked into the, I walked into the back room, the refrigerated room where, where all, all the, the, the fruit is we bring, and, and vegetables bring out. And there was a cantaloupe sitting right on the side of when I walked in. And I grabbed it, and I wanted to throw it against the wall and <laughs> smash it. Except I'd never thrown a cantaloupe before, and cantaloupes weigh a little bit. And when I went to get it and throw it, it just the throwing motion, it, it, it left my hand Way early, and it Ooh. just went up, and it shattered the lights. In oh the back. no! Bad release and, point for Smith. And I, went, and I went ah, and the <laughs> fell down, and I was like, oh. So I pick up the cantaloupe, and I throw and, and I throw it away. And then when, when it comes later on in the night, it's like, what happened? I said, oh my god, I think we lost a light. I think a light. Uh, uh, popped in there, and I made sure there's no like cantaloupe guts on the top of the wall. <laughs> Spin, uh, it's just, just said, hanging hey, uh, from the light fixture. I said, "Yeah, lucky I wasn't back here." The light. Guy, he goes, oh, "Okay, we'll get somebody back there to put a light in and clean it up and everything." I'm like, "All right, yeah, let's make sure we do that." I was so mad, and I was like, "How?" Did, and I couldn't figure it out after a while. How did I throw that cantaloupe from? So, it was so high, it went like straight up in the air and hit the light. It was like my, the scene from The Natural. I was yeah. just seeing the light go up and it falling down, and I'm like, dip instead it, of hitting the home run, I'm like, dip, 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 oh my arm is really sore after doing that. I can't believe I did that. Well, and all the all the guys that uh, and women that go to the bowling alley and they they grab a bowling ball thinking, "Ah, oh, I'm going to be the big the big man on campus uh, yeah. or, you know, just misevaluate and all of a sudden you're realizing, "Hey, I can't complete my full <laughs> my full swing." <laughs> so now I'm like either bouncing it uh, into the lane next to me or uh, bad things are happening. Oh, there's a nice divot and we got to clean it up like it's a golf course. Yeah, very, very difficult. So, listen, had he done that, he's pitching the playoffs. Next time, pick a cantaloupe and try to throw it far. You're a pitcher. You can do it. You'll be fine. <laughs> do that. You'll be fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Uh, but speaking of baseball, you have some big games going on right now in pursuit of the wild cards or the NL West and or the NL West division title. Uh, Mariners can really make things tight with a win here. The Yankees lost earlier tonight. The Red Sox won. The Blue Jays beating the Yankees. Seattle and Oakland zip, zip in the fourth. Meanwhile, the Dodgers doing a little bit more than drawing first blood against the San Diego Padres. They put up four yeah. in the first inning. It was a huge first inning. A.J. Pollock with a two-run home. And now Corey Seager's up, driven in a run with a with a, a double. And now the Dodgers lead the Padres 5-1, but now make it 5-3 as the Padres bat in the top of the third inning. Uh, it has been a pretty good night for offense so far, but still, it is the yeah. Dodgers with a 5-3 lead so far. Max Scherzer getting touched. He's given up three runs in three innings. In less than three innings now. What's wrong? What's wrong with Max Scherzer, Mike Harmon? I don't know. Here's your public service announcement. Machado goes yard, opposite way. Guy who catches it like a dope throws it back on the field. Uh, Number one, I mean, we, we can talk about dangers or whatever, but it's like, how many home run balls are you going to catch? Don't you have a kid in your life? Maybe, <laughs> maybe your mom or dad or grandma or uncle. Someone likes the sport, likes the team. Yeah, maybe you hate Manny Machado, but you caught a home run ball. 
on national television. They show you catching it. So here's a picture of me with the ball that I caught, and there's the ball in a nice plastic case. It's a nice memory. And, and now you're a jerk that just threw it back out there. This goes for all you people at Wrigley Field because that's where you started, all you ingrates. Uh, and, and it's spread throughout the leagues, and, and it's just it's bad for them. Come on now. Be better than that. <laughs> Give it to a kid. Find a kid down the aisle and just say, hey, kid, here's a ball. Manny Machado hit it. And if the kid decides to throw it back, then he's a jerk too. <laughs> Boy, this is the most positive uh, press that Manny Machado has gotten in, like, years. Way to go, Mike Harmon. Well, I mean, the only positive press was that he hit a home run. Yeah. All I did was report that, and then I just proceeded to call everybody else a jerk. So by comparison, he, he did something good for his team. Nobody got hurt in the process. So, yes, he is the big winner in this, in this scenario. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, we'll have more baseball on the way. Uh, Arizona and San Francisco, zip, zip. That one already in the top of the fifth inning. Uh, but... There was questions that have been asked over the past couple of days about the quarterback situation involving the San Francisco 49ers. And today, Kyle Shanahan said, hey, listen, there is no quarterback battle. This ain't the preseason. We're not making a quarterback change. Jimmy Garoppolo's our guy. Take a listen. There's not a quarterback battle right now. I mean, we're going with our starting quarterback, who I think is playing very well. Um, happy that he is, so Trey is not thrown into any situations he has to do too early. Um, if he ever is thrown into that, then I know Trey will deal with that and he'll get better as it goes but that's not we have a luxury where we don't have to do that yet to Trey or to our team so uh, hopefully we won't have to and in case you you think maybe he's gonna hedge his bets a little bit and open the door for Trey Lance no 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 wants to make sure you know Trey is the backup Trey's our backup quarterback I mean this isn't the preseason we're not just going back and forth all the time I mean Trey goes in for specific plays or things we want to do Trey's Week in and week out, he's. I mean, he gets better each week. The more reps he gets on scout team and stuff like that, but um, there's not a big decision going into that each week. If we put in a game plan for our starting quarterback, um, the backup needs to be able to do all of that if he gets hurt. And what's cool about Trey is because of his different skill set, we always keep him alive with a couple plays on situations. All right, here's why Trey Lance needs to be the starting quarterback over Jimmy Garoppolo. Right, Kyle Shanahan's a great head coach. I get it. I get that. Well, there's going to be growing pains with Trey Lance. We don't know if we want the growing pains right now. We're two and one. Maybe we can navigate this for a while. And you, it's easy to fall into that trap. But your offense is not very good. Right, you have a tough time moving the football. You're not scoring points until right before halftime. You've played two craptastic teams and one decent team, and look what happened. You didn't have enough. Jimmy Garoppolo has been just okay. Right, he had a really bad turnover that contributed to some of the game-winning points. Garoppolo's just been all right. Now, again, this is not all on Jimmy Garoppolo, and this is not all just on a the offense stinks. But this is the background to. It's not like things are going great. You know, it's not like we're losing 37-36 and every thing is no you're struggling offensively you can't keep showing up with goose eggs all the way through the first half now why is this happening the team they had built is simply not there because of all the injuries to the running backs where he mostered out for the season hasty's on ir elijah mitchell didn't play you have so many guys injured that you were counting on to be the backbone of this team and your wide receivers brandon Ayuk, he was in the doghouse for a long time you need somebody the opposing team is afraid of. There's nobody game planning for the 49ers going, boy, how are we going to shut this offense down? How are we going to shut Jimmy G down? Well, we got to worry about the running backs. They have no running backs. Oh, we're okay. We worry about the wide receivers? Yeah, not really. So just make sure Kittle doesn't go nuts. Got it. Okay, there. there's nobody you are afraid of on this team. So if immediately if you put in Trey Lance, who brings you a much different skill set and is very mobile, can get outside the pocket, he already knows how to find the end zone. He's done it a couple of times in his seven snaps. Why are you postponing the future? Because all the Niners are doing is they're going to let these games go where they're going to say, how long can we hold on to Jimmy still, still being the starting quarterback? And then we'll make a move when we have to. And by that time, it's the middle of the season, and you have struggled to maintain your good start, and then it's more for him trying to get used to playing and the – Rough parts that are usually two or three games long for a quarterback you put in there, instead of getting them out of the way week five, six, and seven, you're going through that in the teeth of your schedule around Thanksgiving. 
So I, I, I don't see why the Niners are so beholden to, we have to stick with Jimmy Garrett. No, your offense is not playing well. You're, you're not able to control the football. You have nobody that the team is scared of. You have to put somebody in where, you okay, let's figure this out. And, yeah, it'll be rough for a couple of weeks. I'm not saying it's not going to be. I'm not saying Trey Lance is going to come in and suddenly, hey, look great. No, it's going to be rough. I don't think it'll be Justin Fields or Zach Wilson rough, but it's going to be rough. But aren't you better off having Trey Lance being the guy by week eight, week nine, than by saying at week eight, week nine, okay, with limited reps, come in and save us? I mean, really, if I saw there to be a way out for the Niners offense where guys are going to get healthy or Jimmy G is suddenly going to turn into Tom Brady, yeah, I get it, but none of those things are happening. They're, they're, they're in this big lull right now of let's not screw it up, we're going to keep, but all they're going to do is keep losing and saying, when do we do it? Well, not, we're not going to, we're going to wait, we're going to see if we can get out of this, and we're going to think we have all kinds of time, and the NFL, you run out of time really early. Well, you got the huge push by Detroit to beat the spread uh, after, I mean, you did put up 41 points in that game. Uh, a lot of yak, a lot of big plays, and then you beat Philadelphia. And then you should have beaten Green Bay, but somehow you decide to not cover Devontae Adams. Still wondering how how that whole process of him getting hurt, being laid out like he was uh, defeated, uh, and then getting back on a field 90 seconds later is, if legitimately it was just he got his wind knocked out of him, then then God bless, but hopefully they, they did follow full protocols. But I, I leave that aside. Right now you got a guy completing, what, 67% of his pl- passes, four touchdowns, one pick. They're 2-1. and one. Again, should have finished that game off, but for another 50-yard field goal that ends a game. Uh, in dramatic fashion, we're already at, at a point where we've tied or bested uh, most of the best seasons in NFL history when it comes to fantastic finishes and last-second Let's see, what was it? Through week three, NFL teams have scored the winning points in the final minute of the fourth quarter or in overtime 11 times. Only one other time have there been more games that produced such instances in a season. 2013 had 12 such games. It's already tied uh, with several other years for the, the most of those fantastic finishes. So gamblers, it's not, it's not just you everybody's gotten kicked in the teeth uh, off of those kind of things this year. But Jimmy Garoppolo's a winner, right? You may not like him. He may, may not be sexy, but it's what I've argued all along. And one of the few things that, while I, I really don't like the way Matt Nagy coaches in Chicago, the, the parallel there in San Francisco is you, you have teams that, that are set up. San Francisco on paper coming into the year, a better team. Right. And a team that you think, hey, if they stay healthy, dot, dot, dot. With the Bears, it was ah, they could fight for a seven seed again. Maybe. Wishing, wanting, hoping. And we've seen the offensive line. We've seen the lack of creativity, etc. But hence why you have Andy Dalton. I'm still questioning why you signed Andy Dalton when you have Nick Foles. But that's an argument you've heard on the show for several months. Uh, But same idea of you've got a veteran quarterback that you think can at least keep you moving. And you don't need to rush your young quarterback into situations that he's not ready for. You saw that with the Bears. You can't put a ton of it. I don't know how, what percentage of the pie you put on Justin Fields, but he wasn't ready. He didn't look ready. Well, you also need to be anything. able to know that they're guys that need to play. They're not, they're not players that, hey, I have the same skill set as the quarterback in front of me and I can learn and then go in. No, you're, you need to tailor the offense to their particular skill Right, but the sets. point is if you haven't done that and the way you built your roster, Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, that, that you can't do that and stop that on a dime. And even if you try, like they didn't even try to last week, so that's a whole other Matt Nagy fail, right? <laughs> uh, and, and not to make it about him, but when you're, you're looking at Trey Lance, live arm, big playmaker, what, what are we looking at? You know, some of the run plays and, and maybe call a deep pass or two down, down the road. But Jimmy Garoppolo is a winner, right? You may not like him. It may, it may not always be the sexiest game that you're putting up, but they win. Likewise, Andy Dalton, you thought you were guiding the ship until Justin Fields was ready. And Matt Nagy, for all his uh, mealy-mouthed excuses and stuff at at press conferences, he's at least been consistent in that. Andy's our guy until Justin's ready. And And right now, Justin's not ready. And uh, if if Shanahan's going to take the same tact, I can't blame him. They didn't set it up like they did in the other spots, right? Where, Where your guy, Wilson, there's nobody else. In Jacksonville, they, they threw Gardner Minshew over to Philadelphia, said, get out, so there's not even a question. So And Mac Jones, well, you had the whole Cam Newton situation, and, and they have their quote-unquote heir apparent. So three guys that have these 
you know, paths where it's like, all right, you just have to sink or swim. If you have the luxury of not, I'm still always in favor of not. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. Remember when you said that as the losing continues for the 49ers. Just remember. 51-yard oh, field goal. Remember. This wasn't a 26 nothing beatdown at the hands of the Broncos. Remember. Remember. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Is this that song that goes, yep, nope, nope, yep, nope, nope? That's not that song? What? Nope. I like that song, Ty. You haven't used that anymore. Yep. Nope. Yep. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, I've never heard more than the beginning of it. Does it do anything else? Any other lyrics? Or just go, yeah, yeah, nope, all the way through. <laughs> this the is the instrumental, but there is a rap on top of it. <laughs> oh, there is. Okay. All right. Because I, w- I would kind of like that song that just said, yep, nope, all the way through. Well, see, this is just the backbeat, so then you can come over the top with your raps. Yep. Of- Got it. Oh, okay. All right. Wait, wait. Let, let's try it. So keep it going here. Let's keep it going here. Hey, did the Jets suck? All right. Good. There it works. It works. Okay. Hey, do the Bears suck? Okay. Do they have any hope? Okay, good. There we go. All right, works. Uh, joining us now on the hotline, speaking of the National Football League, our next guest is a Pro Football Hall of Fame voter. He is responsible for Drew Pearson getting elected. He is a longtime NFL insider. He is the editor-in-chief at fansided.com, and he is the source behind 95% of the stories in the new Belichick-Brady book. It is Jason Cole. What's happening, J. Cole? Uh, if I was the source behind 95%, I think I could have written it. Maybe. Should I have written it? Yeah, probably. Maybe uh, Maybe your left. pen name is Seth Wickersham. <laughs> We've never been seen in the same place together. <laughs> that which is a complete and total lie. <laughs> is he really one of your best friends? Yeah, I love Seth. He's great. He's, oh, yeah. nice. Okay, so... So it's good you should have written the book with him then. Um, I, I, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there are certain things I could have uh, contributed. Let's just put it that way. But um, he's – let's just put it this way. Um, I would have been like um, the, the pinky on the rest of, you know, the body of work that he did that is this book. So ah. let's just – Let's let's put it that way. <laughs> well, listen, Belichick said today all all these crazies, all these bad stories coming out about you know, Brady and Belichick wouldn't say goodbye to each other. Bob Kraft hates Belichick, you know, called him a, a big blank blank, biggest blank blank in my life. But Belichick said this is like second, third, and fourth hand story, so everything is fine. Sure. <laughs> Look, this is. Uh, this is what what amuses me is that people are surprised by this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. That that people think that oh they win all the time they must love each other it must be no that's not always true. <laughs> like some people learn win and work together very well even when they hate each other. You know, when they can't even speak to one another, that like that happens a lot, like in sports, especially like this, this is kind of obscure, but you know, when my son was rowing, he was talking about this great doubles team that won the Olympics a bunch of times out of Australia. And I said, God, they, they must really work together well. He goes, Dad, they don't even speak away from the course. <laughs> I, I, go, I go, okay, lesson there. So, um, yeah, like it's, just because just because you're talented and capable of doing something like doesn't make you best friends um in fact it, it sometimes is the driving force like cre- the creative dissonance that you sometimes have because of your ability to disagree over things and do what you need to do like joe montana at the end with with bill walsh they couldn't stand each other don shula and dan marino didn't get along unitas hated don shula's guts Dan Reeves, if you guys read the book, Harmon, you know. And Harmon, by the way, you are the greatest radio host in all the land. I just no, wanted I appreciate to make that. sure. Thank you. Yeah, I want to, yeah, like you are truly amazing at what you do. You sent him um, a copy of your book. Didn't send me a copy of your book. Sent it to him, though. No, okay. he didn't. He was, willing, he was willing to purchase it. I purchased mm. it. You, yeah. didn't send you, you didn't send him a free one? Really? We have you no, on I support, here and give I you, supported a, my give you friend. a sandwich. I bought you have book. me on here all the time, and you promo my book, but there's only you've given me one sandwich, and now one of the two of you has sent me free Gino's pizza. Okay? That would not be Smith. I will say, listen, I will say this. It is not my fault. You signed a five-year, two-sandwich deal. You signed a bad deal. I'm sorry. You didn't. You don't like the deal. He called you Scotty Pippen. Didn't I? I just, yeah. I just, yeah. I did. I did. I am Scotty Pippen on this show. Yeah. Which, the question is, which one of you is Rodman? Um, well. Anyway, I think we kind of know. Uh, so, but, 
That's me, no. right? That's me? Is that me? Just, is that me? I'll, I'll let you guys debate that one later. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it's me, right? But that's me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah it's, it's, uh, which one's Jordan? Which one's Rodman? Okay. Oh, um, no, no, no. I'll be Jordan. I didn't I thought it was like Rodman. No, no, no. Too oh, late. Okay. You claim uh, the uh, you guys, Rodman. You Rodman. You took Rodman. You're, you're going to be doing face tattoos really soon. Um, <laughs> and I took that personally. <laughs> and um, so we're, where were we? Um, all I can think of is cowboy bees. But, <laughs> no, it's like guys don't you know, get along. I mean, the Reeves, you know, Dan Reeves, I mean, John Elway looked at Dan Reeves one time and said, I hate you more than anybody on the planet. Okay, like that's what happens because people are under really tense circumstances. I, you know, there's a story about Kraft one time when in the middle of one of the gates um, that they were going through, one of the other owners of the league looked at Kraft and says, how do you tolerate him? You know, like how long is he going to coach for you? And, you know, Kraft looked at him and goes, as long as he wins and until his first losing season. So, yeah, the, the, <laughs> this marriage ain't going to last long if things aren't working. Let's just put it that way. And Belichick's under a lot of pressure right now because, you know, you watch that offense and, okay, it looks a little more coordinated, but it's boring as all hell because mm-hmm. he still hasn't learned that, you know, receivers matter. Like, you, you, you got to have guys who can actually play at wide receiver. It, it's helpful. <sighs> Yep, yep, yep. Because that drifts into Bears questions. Uh, and no, 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 no. Let, let's keep it to John Smith and You want to just Henry keep going down Hunter Henry, John oh, Smith, sure. and the like? I'm sorry. There, was there a question in all of that? <laughs> I don't know. He interrupted me, so I don't know what he wanted me to ask. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't get the I, cue card in time. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so, Harmon, take control. What are we doing here? What well, are we doing? I mean, uh-huh. like – I mean, we could either stay with the Patriots or the other smoking hot fire story that now has the Vegas misdirection of, hey, Arlington Heights, we're coming for you. Uh, Uh, And Matt Nagy and the uh, disaster that was that game against Cleveland and every subsequent question that he's answered in a press conference. Oh, look, Matt Nagy didn't do a particularly good job of getting, you know, Justin Fields prepared for that game. I mean, I think that's plainly obvious, right? However, Justin Fields also is not ready to play. No. And, if you, and if you didn't look at that game and said, the kid's in over his head right now. And, I'm not, and I don't mean to say that that's going to last forever and he's going to be in over his head right now. But this is like when I hear – who's the guy? Uh, oh, it's, it's, um, it's Clark, the, the guy, real something Clark. What, who's it on? Uh, Ryan Clark. On, yeah, Ryan Clark. When Ryan, why are we afraid of Justin Fields? Why isn't he playing? Hey, Ryan, did you see a guy who couldn't read a defense? Did you did you see that? Did you see a guy whose reaction times are late on every throw? Did you see a guy who he may run four three or whatever he runs? Okay, um, but he plays at about four eight right now. So he needs to go and study and work. And I'm not saying he won't do those things. I'm not saying he won't develop. But he needs to sit and watch for a while before he's able to handle the speed of this game and all the things you have to do. Because here's the thing. At Ohio State, they don't teach that. They never teach that in that offense. In the Urban Meyer offense, you don't learn reading defenses and, and all the things that you have to do in the pros. You learn where are the bad, where are the bad matchups, and you just go after the bad matchup. And either you're flipping some little short pass or you're running on your own or you're throwing it over the top of the defense. Justin Fields is not ready for what he's doing right now. And, frankly, most of these rookie quarterbacks aren't ready. Now, Trevor Lawrence probably is closer, but he's going to make a ton of mistakes. And we see what Zach Wilson is. And, by the way, New York football, delicious. Oh, now you want to talk to me? I let, You said Harmon take over, and suddenly you get all Mr. Serious. Oh, now, right, you got, serious now it's thing. your fault. You know I have your to fault. get my one football Jason, question in, fault. Smith. Oh, yeah, it's your fault that the, the New York teams are terrible. No, it's not my fault. It's not my fault <laughs> that anything that you could possibly root for is awful. It's god-awful. <laughs> it's the fault of the people who own, manage, and coach those teams, and frankly, the players, okay? Because they're all awful right now. So own that. Don't put it on me. Don't get defensive. Don't play any of your, your radio games. That's what it's all about. 
I'm going to play radio <laughs> games. Not your reindeer games, your radio games. <laughs> your radio, your radio games. games. Hey, who's ready to play with Desperate let's Dave in the morning? Argument. No, let's do this. Take his words, twist them, and make into a faux argument to get us through this four-hour show. Can we do that a little bit more? That's what we're doing. Is that what we're doing? Is that what you're doing now all of a sudden? <laughs> really? Okay. All right. Uh, no, I was, sure. I, was, I was imitating somebody who has the worst Jerry Jones impersonation in all the land. Oh, I have wow. a great impression. I have a great chat. Just because you don't like it. Just because you couldn't keep Drew Pearson out of the Hall of Fame. Don't blame me. Don't blame no, me for look, oh, look, Don't blame me. It's not my fault. I oh. will take responsibility for Pearson. Okay? That mistake. Okay? I take responsibility <laughs> for that. I own that. You don't own the fact that the Giants and the Jets are terrible. You no, need to own that. Don't I hang admit, me with okay, the Giants. I, the, the I Giants. tried to run Pearson over at the airport. Failed miserably. Okay? I tried. I tried to tackle him. At, at that stadium. I really did. I was backstage. I was right there. The guards got to me first. Okay, I missed. I screwed up, but it's my fault. Okay, that's what it is. You have to own the Jets and the Giants. No, no, why the, why the Giants? No, 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 I am not. Oh, no, 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 just because way, it's the same no, no, city. No, 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 I come on the show once a week, and when I'm on, I'm the one who talks. You sit and listen. <laughs> that's how this works. Okay? So you have to live with the fact that Zach Wilson is terrible, Okay. That Zach Wilson, although he may be listed at six foot two, is playing like he's Doug Flutie and five foot four, or so whatever that happened that happened to be. He looks like a miniature soldier in the pocket right now. That's how bad things are with the Jets. Okay, so it's awful. I've watched enough. I've had it. Okay, you wanna, now you, you can talk. You want you want to beat your horn? You with Gettleman. <laughs> you want to beep your horn like you did a couple minutes ago in the middle of the interview to, to kind of punctuate what you said right there? Be- beep your horn again. Beep, beep. What do you want me to say here? <laughs> ding you can't, it, ding. You can't saddle me with the Giants. I, I, it, I am no. like no, Joe Jackson in the – I am like Joe Jackson, the punk singer, and Joe Jackson, the father who, you know, like I took on everybody, okay? I was going to say, don't, you leave that other Joe Jackson out of things right now. I thought you were going to say, like, I'm Joe Jackson stepping out tonight. Exactly. Oh, stepping out, was, that's a glorious album. Night and Day glorious. One of the greatest, most underrated artists of our time is Joe Jackson because, unfortunately, as great as he was, he had no tolerance for the audience. He could just never learn how to tolerate them. I just... I remember uh, there's this live album I listened to from Joe Jackson where he's like, you could be a little more enthusiastic. It's like, no, Joe, you're the one who creates the enthusiasm. That's on you. (laughs) I like that. Get in there and sell. Future Jets head coach, Joe Jackson. He's on Twitter at JasonCole62. That is at JasonCole62. Uh, If you would like to buy him a sandwich, if you see him in any stores in the greater Florida area, Sunday papers. There we go. And Tyshia really couldn't get the Sunday papers. That's off album number two by Joe Jackson, by the way. Sunday papers, great song. Nicely done. Very angry, right? Tyshia, you couldn't get stepping out ready, really? I mean, it's like I give you a fast. I feel like it's almost going against the code of bringing this man in with this song and out. Later. All right. Bye, Jay. I think he just left. (laughs) I think he just left. Jay Cole was gone. He was salty tonight. No, it was good. I like it. He was very salty tonight. You got him. See, you got him. You got him too serious. You asked him a Bears question. Oh, and he gets, and he gets all serious. No, I, well, but no, like that—that's been the general rule. Is you guys play grab ass. <laughs> I get one serious football question. He mocks me for asking a football question. Did then we you go back need to another, grab ass. But did you need another Bears question? I mean, really, do we need another Bears question? We don't need another. Ba- you could do we need another Belichick Brady thing? Open to the callers then. We we need don't need another Bears. You could have asked about Trey Lance and Kyle Shanahan. You could. We just talked we about another, that. Do we need another Bears question? We don't need another, another hero. One. Another Bears question. Does anybody need Raiders. another million dollar movie? Does anybody need another million dollar star? Uh, no, I mean there's lots of ways we could go, but I mean, we started oh, with Patriots. I mean you got to stay with the. I mean those are the hits, right? Those are the two another biggest stories. Bears Shanahan's question. third. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.